again, this is one of those moments when you're watching the film, you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, yes. Like, this is so different. But again, like, that's what I think is so great about this film. It goes into these territories that no other films go to. Welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. John here. This week's episode tackles a very different type of horror movie. One that lingers long after the credits roll. Of course, I mean Ari Aster's Midsummer. My friend Erica returns as my guest, and we look deeper into this American-Swedish horror film that has gone on to become known as the ultimate breakup movie. This one was hard to watch for me. After my second viewing, I don't know if I can willingly put myself through this film anytime soon. It punches you in the stomach and then drops an elbow on your face before kicking dirt in your eye. The exploration of mental health, gaslighting, relationships, friendships, cultural respect, and purification forged together to make this a film that holds open our eyes to what we might otherwise turn away from. I highly recommend proceeding with caution before watching. And obviously, spoiler warning before we get started. If you like what you hear and you dig this episode, go follow us at BSP Film Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. All right, all right, enough plugging. Let's roll. Put on that flower crown like the May Queen that you are. Tie up those dancing shoes. Know what's in your cup and prepare to enter mid summer surely you can't be serious i am serious now don't call me Shirley. they caught a shark not the shark gentlemen you can't fight in here this is the war room we're tonight's entertainment this is some serious gourmet i'm funny how i mean funny like i'm a clown i amuse you you're gonna do something or just stand there and bleed how's that for a slice of fried gold here's johnny I just like this film a whole lot. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. also, it's uh, it's um, I don't know. It's like a weird thing where it's like doesn't set itself up mm-hmm. to be a horror film, but it's completely a mm-hmm. horror film. Yeah. I saw um a quote about this film. I can't remember who said it or where I saw it or you know any of the things, but I remember someone saying that um, horror films make you afraid of the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you hear ice clinking, that's because we're drinking whiskey on ice. You can definitely hear that. Yes. Um, but the, so the quote was, um, horror films make you afraid of the dark and Ari Aster makes you afraid of the light. And Interesting. Yeah, it's so true for this film. I definitely like this one more than hereditary mm. um i liked hereditary yeah but this was definitely a more uh mature mm. um uh, uh, uh story and um why do you think um he kind of showed he's he's grown a little bit mm-hmm. as a filmmaker mm-hmm. uh, i have some stuff that i didn't realize about this film until after I, I revisited it. Did you ever see that film, Fighting With My Family? No, but... Do you know I, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. 
So I didn't realize this is the same girl, Florence Pugh, who plays Danny in Midsummer. I'm sorry. What? This girl, Florence What's... Pugh. That's her name, Florence Pugh. Yeah. The actress? Yes. I'm just, I'm sorry because like she is so amazing and the fact that you're just like, oh, this girl, Florence Pugh. Well, she was also, so I watched Fighting With My Family okay. and uh, I got to do an episode on that film. That film blew me away. It's so funny because The Rock's in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, first of all, The Rock's in everything and like we love The Rock, right? But like, it's just kind of like... I thought it was going to be cheesy. I've, I've seen, like, previews for it and stuff. But I've heard such good things about it. Well, this film. I, I went into this film cold, uh, Fighting with My Family. family yeah. And um, well, Midsummer as well. Um, but Fighting with My Family was definitely a uh, uh, a nice surprise. Yeah. Um, like, I walked out of that film like that's not a flawless film, but it was definitely fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not expecting the quality I got out of seeing it because the the the, the uh, previews for it were like, oh, it's a feel good coming of age yeah. kind of like you know uh, uh, underdog kind of story, but um, but in Midsummer, so th- in that movie she's got dark hair, and Midsummer mm-hmm. she's got she's a blonde. It's just so funny because I feel like. Did you not know who she was before? I had no this? idea. Oh, my gosh. No, so I I didn't know any of her, her previous work. Yeah. Did, did you see – I don't know if you – did you see The Little Women this year? No, the, what just came out, her oh was really good. Oh, my God. She is incredible in that film. And we love Laura Dern, definitely worthy, but Florence Pugh deserved the Oscar for supporting. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah, check it out. It's so good. It's uh, so good. Um, and I just love Florence Pugh. <laughs> oh, well, I love her now. She's, yeah. she's great. Like the, So in all fairness, I've only seen her in these two films. Mm. Um, I, I, obviously, she's done other great work, yeah. which I want to explore. Um, she's so good, and she's so beautiful. and Her eyes are amazing. Yeah. Like as not like I'm not in, like, not in an objectifying male mm-hmm. gaze kind of way, but just like. Her eyes are just beautiful. Yeah. They, they, they absorb you. Yeah. And she's, but it's so funny because she's not sexualized in this film at all. Uh, that's one of my points. Like, the same yeah. way how Clarice isn't mm-hmm. sexualized, like, even when she's in normal clothing mm-hmm. throughout most of, the, of Midsummer, Her she's. Her hair is like in a bun, you know? Yeah, she's like, got like, like soggy pants. Yeah. And she's kind of like, like, kind of like dressed yeah. comfy, mm-hmm. not sexy. Mm hmm. Um, but this film has a lot in it. Yeah. Um, and the opening, and the opening shot is that tapestry that that mm-hmm. shows um, it shows so much. It shows her parents, mm-hmm. her sister dying. Mm-hmm. It shows what's that? What's that thing that they do? The uh, at, at the stupa, that's in there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that, not the whole film. It, it stops. Yeah. Um, right it's... up until, right after the at a stupa, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sequence. It's interesting because first viewing, you don't really know what you're looking at there, right? You're just like, mm-hmm. okay, here's this thing, right? And this goes back to my point of everything being purposeful, right? But um, he's showing you everything he's going to put you through. He is. And I want to talk, before we get into the actual <clears throat> film itself, I want to talk mm-hmm. about some of the themes that I pulled away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ari Aster said this was a breakup film, by the way. He did say that. Yeah. Um, and I saw a meme. I posted it actually on my personal Facebook. It was uh, Bill Hader. It was a, a fake meme where he's holding up something else and someone just put the Midsummer yeah. DVD in his hands. But it said best date movie ever. Oh, my God. I love Bill Hader, it's by so the way. It's so funny. Bill Hader is fantastic. He's – I'm in love with him. Um, he's fantastic. So, um, so, well, the themes I, I, I was pulling out of this film mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on the jump after I watched it twice. Yeah. Um, Woman's Awakening, um, Fighting the Evil Patriarchy. It's a breakup film. It's a bit of a rent revenge movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit of a emasculation in a way. Um, okay. And then the themes of the flowers. Yeah. And, um, and how... The fire at the end purges of all her codependent issues, and it creates a bit of a safety nest for her. Of course, this is at the very end of the film. Yeah. Like, the last shot. Yeah. Basically. So, but we meet Danny, who mm-hmm. is Florence Pugh's character, mm-hmm. and she's doing this email exchange with her sister or yeah. text exchange and her sister is all like off the deep end right first Good, of all she says goodbye yeah well for, before you, before we even get to that the first time i saw this right and and you go into this like knowing it's a horror film knowing it's super different um i think that like i wouldn't say this is okay i wouldn't say there's no jump scares in this because and i would wonder if anyone else the first time i saw this when it's like it, you were still in the open here, right? And it's like showing just like kind of like the open, it's, you know, setting the stage, the opening, whatever. And then that the phone rings. Mm. Oh my God, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's not really your conventional jump scares no, in this film. It's sc- but my, when I There's tell moments you, that take you by surprise. Sure. Which is not the same. But it's thing. also way more of a horror film that just fucks you up in the head. Like, I remember. And you probably remember this for a while. This film was like one that I was like, I want to see this. I want to see this. All these people are talking about it, blah, blah, blah. And um, a lot of my coworkers looked to me for um, film recommendations. And I had brought this up to one of my coworkers who is older, much older, like older than my parents. And um, he likes to go into films with, um... thank you. I knew about that yesterday. You didn't know about that yesterday. I told you about that, but yeah. now it's official. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Football talk. Football. Side, sidebar football talk. Yeah. Um, One of my Jaguars is going to the Ravens, which is Erica's team. Mm-hmm. Continue, Erica. Anyway. Please. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, my coworker. So, he likes to go into films completely blind or whatever. And I told him about this film. And he went to go see it with his daughter with his like 22 year old daughter Mm -hmm. and he came back and he was like erica what the hell did you make me just see like i saw this with my daughter that's great and i still hadn't seen it yet like i still hadn't seen the film yet and he was very much like this movie is so disturbing it's so messed up um i he said there was moments where i we almost got up and walked out Mm. And all I could say, because again, I, I hadn't seen the film at this point. All I could say to him was, but wasn't it nice that a film made you feel something? 
And he was very much like, okay, Erica, like, come on, like, you know. I'm like, but when's the last time a film made you, like, feel this way? Like, feel something that you've never felt before. And I feel like, go go ahead. So I was going to say that the first time I watched this movie, it just shocked me. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole, everything. You're just like, what did I just endure? And then I watched it again, and I got really, my stomach hurt. Mm. And I think... I think a lot of it is just male guilt. Yeah. Because I spoiler alert everyone, I'm not a perfect man. Wait. I know. Wait a I minute. I know. I know. This whole time. This whole time. You've made me believe. Yeah. I haven't made you believe shit. <laughs> um, don't lay that on lay, lay, don't lay that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so a, a lot of the mistakes the men make in this film mm-hmm. I connected to. Mm-hmm. And I saw myself a lot all the a lot of the slip-ups that they did yeah. and the mistreatment mm-hmm. of Danny. Like, in, in, in my course of my life, I've done those same yeah. mistakes. And it's like, um, wow, men are fucking terrible people. They can be. Absolutely. And um, But that's like, like God damn, that movie's fucking powerful. Yeah. That's really good filmmaking. Least, yeah. And, I mean, at least you realize that, you know? like, And it's just so, like... It's so interesting that you say it that way because I feel like that's not portrayed in film, right, a lot of the time. Men are the hero. Absolutely. And especially in the, like in the opening when she's, um, you know, talking about – or she's, like, trying to get a hold of her sister or whatever, like you said. And then she calls him and her boyfriend uh, – what's his name? Christian. Sure. Um, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. We'll get there. Um, and this is getting there the where she's like she's just so desperate for that connection with him and she's saying like um you know well first of all let's talk like cinematically the shots on her we never break to him right we're only hearing him through the phone so we're always staying with her and I think I like made a note of that um you know she's our protagonist like we're keeping that distance from him just like how she has distance from him um you know what i mean right and um i just think that's really important that's again i think a decision um to only allow us to hear him through the phone um to keep him distant to to notify like to let us know that she is also distant from him and um but just her like saying like you know, saying the thing she says about her sister, but then also saying, like, so are we going to hang out later? And he's like, oh, like, were we supposed to? And it's just like, ugh, it's like that feeling of, like, you want someone to want to be with you, especially at a time like this. And you don't, it, like, as a woman, like, you don't want to be needy and you don't want to. And she even says, like, oh, well, like, we didn't make, like, solid plans, but, like, I thought. And it's like oh my God, I've been there. Like, and I'm sure we all have, right? Sure. But you've been there with someone who <clears throat> you really care about, who you want to spend time with, um, and they're just not reciprocating, and it's terrible. You, you know, and I, and I think, it, it, because Christian knows that she is on this uh, this precipice, mm-hmm. dealing with you her... Even your big words. Stop it. Dealing with her... her sister's mm-hmm. mental problems mm-hmm. and he even tries to downplay I know her bipolar disorder his, yeah. her sister's bipolar disorder and and 
I think I, I read somewhere that it's basically him worrying, you know, that he's going to be her sole support system. Right. And he doesn't want that. Yeah. And I keep asking myself, why are you even dating her, dude? Yep. Just like, hey, cut the cord, man. Yep. But he can't cut the cord because if he does, then he's somebody who's left someone who is going through these things, right? It's that thing, too, where it's like he doesn't want to seem like a dick. And he's a complete fucking dick. Yeah. His like, friends don't like help either. In a good way. <laughs> um, right. No, his friends are the worst. Like, they all oh, suck. Oh, my God. They're terrible when they're sitting there having that conversation. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to. I'm going to get to this point and I'm going to say again that this is a purposeful line in the film when he's talking about um, his friends are talking about, uh, you know, breaking up with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that waitress comes up and he says, and the, the one guy, what's his name? He's the, he's the biggest dick of them all. The kid gets oh, his face cut name? off. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, that kid, uh, Mark. Sure. Yeah, that Mark. That sounds about That's right. Mark. Um, Will Poulter. This is the actor. Oh, what else is he in? Is he in something else? He's been a bunch know? of stuff. He's yeah, he like, looks familiar, but like yeah. I can't place him. And then it's just funny to me that Cheedy's in there. Do you know Cheedy from um, The Good Place? The black no. guy? Oh, shit. What's his name in real life? I don't, I don't know. know. But it's so funny because one of my friends said that when he watched it, that completely took him out of it because he knows – and I'm calling him Chidi because that's his character in The Good Place. I don't know his name. Um, and the movie's name is Josh. Sure. Um, I don't know his name in real life, though. And it's gonna Doesn't hurt. matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that my friend said that that like, completely took him out of the film because he knows he's like how much older he is in real life. And he's like being a college student or whatever at this point. But anyways, this goes back to my point of... The friend, the one guy, Mark or whatever, saying, uh, "Like you could be getting this this girl pregnant." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, first of all, men don't talk like that. Like you're mm. okay. You're, and I'm not saying your friends. I'm saying like, I've heard men say like, "Oh, you could be like fucking that girl, or you could be putting it on that girl, or whatever." However, you're gonna say it. you're not gonna say you could be getting this girl pregnant. It well, it, it means the same thing. It's all about you know. Being the Don Juan, you can bed whoever. Yeah. And you know, so the byproduct of fucking a chick is getting her pregnant. Absolutely. So that's all they're saying. Yeah. It's like knocking this bitch up because cut this, yeah. other, cut this one girl loose. And, you know, some guys just do banter with other guys like that. I just feel like that's very, that again, that line, like you could be getting this girl pregnant. And then what the, happens later? Yes. Yeah. Very purposeful. Uh, I call that too. Exactly. Um. I just don't, I don't, I mean, whatever. Men say whatever they want. Um, people say whatever they want. But that, that, you, that word pregnant is so, like, I just, I just don't Violating? Feel, <sighs> Not violating, but like. It's, it's so, like, I'm thinking of. Invasive. Yeah, I mean, I like, okay, what am I trying to say here? Like, I have a lot of friends in my life right now that are trying to get pregnant, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that is, that word is very, I don't want to say, like, science, but it is, and it's a very meaningful word for a lot of people. So I think when, it, especially when men are bantering, right, like having this, like, locker room talk, if you will, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. um, 
when you go like this, I don't really know what that means. That's a friend's quote for all my friends fans out there. You know I was going to get a friend's reference in here somewhere. Continue, please. (laughs) Damn friends. You know it's my favorite. I know. I was going to get it in there somewhere. Um, But by using that word pregnant, that just seems like such a mature word. That's maybe what I'm looking for. It's such a mature word. And I feel like if you're men bantering about fucking bitches you're not saying well you could be getting this girl pregnant because also that's not something that men want to do when they're just having casual sex with women no and i hear your point yeah um so i think it's more of a through line for later payoff Mm -hmm. um that's your phone mister it is my phone mister i'm not popular yeah 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 (laughs) um so What the hell was that? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. That was loud. That was loud. Well, my my the walls are thin here mm. in my apartment. I've heard more things than I care to sometimes. <laughs> um, getting people pregnant. Getting people pregnant. No, <laughs> mostly it's just people moving furniture at odd hours. Oh, interesting. Not like the bed moving furniture uh. that leads to getting pregnant. It's more like, hey, let's move this whole IKEA mm. set into the living room. Yeah. And, and let's drop it on the floor at one time. <laughs> yeah, I hate this place. Oh, say that. I mean, I don't hate this place. I like my I like my space. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love my my own place. Um, but so okay, so yeah. we have Christian who's an asshole boyfriend. He's a gaslighter. Mm-hmm. He is this, the worst kind. This is the a textbook portrait of what gaslighting looks like. Yeah, I've and I've seen a girl on the train. Mm. Like that's a gaslighting, mm, in, mm, in, 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 for sure. But this yeah. is like this is way more reality based is way more subtle yeah it's and like when she finds out about the swedish sweden trip and then yeah. she makes he oh makes her feel guilty about getting yeah. pissed off at him because he wasn't vocal about his oh, the whole thing yeah like what a what Asshole. a dickhead yeah it's yeah. just the worst and her feeling like like her trying to like make that point and like make it like be the good girlfriend the good girlfriend that's like i'm not mad at you i'm just you know like that thing of like Girls just want to be communicated to. Thank you. Yes. Just tell me. Just fucking tell me. But guys don't want to say anything because then the girls are going to like, well, can I come too? And then they're going to, guys are like, no, I don't want you to come. But if they say, no, I don't want you to come, then they are an asshole. Yeah. So it's like they can't win for losing. No, they can't. And they're stuck. That's what, yeah. but that's why. But, that's, but there's nothing ahead. worse than not being told. Oh, sure. Not being, being honest with, you know, like. It sucks. It does suck. So after the whole dialogue with we meet the round table of the the, the group of douches that mm-hmm. are a Christian's friend. Um mm-hmm. and they have their shinier moments where I I'm not so you know angry with them. Okay. Um but uh for the most part they're all fucking awful. Yeah. There's a great poster of a bear. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, I love that. Well, to say that I noticed noticed it, air quotes again, um, the first time around. Like, did I see it? Yeah. Did I know what it meant? No. But seeing it a second time around, you're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it it's it pops the second time. Oh, absolutely. And then they use the mirrors. So when so when mm, Christian mm, and Danny mm, are having mm. that uh Yes. Having yes, that yes, uh yes, you're yes, right yes, over yes, there. Yeah. They're they're having that, that spat about mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you. Christian's in the mirror. Yep. And she's walking over towards him. Yep. And then and then when she comes back up after after Christian's trying to tell his buddies, 
I told her about the trip. She's not going to come. I invite her, but she's probably not going to come. Mm-hmm. She comes in, and then she's in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I kind of like see where the duality of that is. So what, what, what's your point on this? What do you, wait, wait, what do you mean? So when they're having that talk, when he's sitting in that chair and the yes. camera stays on her and it's a long... Um, the tall mirror. Yeah, and like, she's at the door. Yeah, and you know what else I, I notice a lot too in a lot of a lot of this film is the camera very much acts like a part of the group, a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cut a lot. There's a lot of really long takes. Yeah. Um, it's like making you deal with and be a part of the awkwardness of all of the situations. And I think that's a very purposeful part of making this film, um, like you said, feel make you feel like your stomach hurts because it's just like making you endure these long takes of these awkward situations. Um, I think you're going to hear me turn the page because I think on the second page is where I wrote something about that. Um, oh, I also, I was like taking notes on things just that I saw because I'm, I'm very obsessed with the mise-en-scene of films, mise-en-scene being everything that you can see in the frame. Mm-hmm. And her parents' bedroom was like, their wallpaper was floral. all Like, all of it was floral. You know, like... Her bedroom was floral, too. Yeah. And did you notice, like, her sister, all those books around her? And then you didn't notice the books? No. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it's, like, not like, oh, how could you not? Like, you're an idiot. How could you not see it? But it's, like, there's so many books. I want you to pay attention to that next time. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't yes, know. Yes, Professor. What, well, it's like, I, I think it's, and I'm trying to still figure it out because then later when you see Danny's room, you notice she has a ton of more books around. So is it like, I don't know, is it like she growing this madness that her sister had? I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out why there are all these stacks of books. You didn't notice that? No, I really didn't notice that. Really? I'll, um, <clears throat> but well, when they go to meet her uh, Christian's friends mm-hmm. to meet up with them, I like how... Um, oh, oh, sorry. I remember what I was going to say, or I see my notes, what I was going to say about um, the mirror thing. Uh, the, they're talking at this point about the trip right like and about him i think in that point he's saying like no you can totally come or like no like whatever and he's that's when he's a reflection in that tall mirror yes and he's really small like he's so much smaller than her because she's like her real self next to the mirror you know what i'm talking about yes and i think that's purposeful too of um of him not really being his his real self we're just seeing an image of him Mm -hmm. this is just an image that he's portraying to her this isn't how he really feels and he's making himself small right so like he's smaller in that shot because he's smaller in the mirror because he's sitting down and he's far away so it's like he's lessening how he really feels and it's an image of himself that we're seeing it's not really him Mm -hmm. does that make sense totally that's why i brought the mirror Mm -hmm. thing was it was very important um I actually wrote use of mirrors, question mark. Yeah, it's a lot. And I, when she comes into their room, the guy's room, they're all talking and she's kind of like distant. It kind of separates yep. her from them. Yep. And I like when she sits down, Is a, it, um, moving on from the mirrors, mm-hmm. um, Pele 
the the Swedish friend who brings them all over to yeah. to the village later. Yeah. Um, he's sketching. Mm. The, he just I, I paused it. He's just sketching the table. He's mm. like, it's a quick shot. He's sketching and then he flips the book closed. Mm. It's like it's very quick. Mm, okay. So I froze it to see if I could see what see it what, it was, what it was. It was just the table mm. with the bottles of beer and all this crap that's on the table. Um, mm. But when he's describing the stuff toward about the May Queen, yeah, he's watching. He's looking, staring right at Danny the entire time. Yeah, like he doesn't move. It's like, yeah, almost like he's like putting some wheels of motion in his head mm-hmm. because you know he's been playing this for his whole trip, suckering people over to go to the village. Yeah, do you think? <clears throat> and I wanted to talk to you about this. Do you think he had this whole plan in his head the whole time? Like, yes. You do? Okay. Oh, yeah, totally. They, yeah. Were, they were sent out to go find him and the other guy, yeah. or girl, Ing- Ingver, whatever her name was. They were sent out to go bring people back in. And um, my thing is, of course, it's wrong. That's what makes it a horror film because they're, mm-hmm. they're being killed criminally because mm-hmm. this is not their culture. This is not, you know... They're walking to a trap. What were you doing? Uh, just a table. Oh. <laughs> How have you been? Pretty good. Yeah. Survived finals. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. And you? Uh, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't quite finish, but they're, they're giving me a, a break this year. Oh God, yes, yes, of course. But, Sorry. Yeah, it's. Uh, how, how did you like the anthropology department? I like it. Yeah. Not as much as this one, maybe, but... You're doing psychiatry, right? Uh, psychology, yeah. Okay. That's how you know I'm nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also that funny look in your eye. <laughs> so you're coming to Helsingland? I guess so, yeah. And um, we'll actually be arriving on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, C- C- Christian says you've got this special week planned. Yeah. It's sort of a crazy nine-day festival my family's doing. Lots of pageantry and uh-huh. special ceremonies and dressing up. That <laughs> sounds fun. It'll probably seem very silly, but it's like theater. Yeah, Christian says you're, you're from like a, a commune, right? Yeah, we're a, we're a small community. <laughs> Here, I'll show you. Oh, wow. See what you mean about the pageantry. Yeah, we make those clothes special for every winter and summer solstice. We, I mean, everybody sort of does everything together. That's an interesting symbol. Yeah, we're taught the runic alphabet, so... Whoa, who's that one? That's last year's May Queen. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, I'm very, very glad you're coming. I, I think it's very good you're coming. Thank you. Also, I uh, I never had the chance to tell you, mm. but I was I was so very sorry to hear about your loss. Oh. What happened? I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, I lost my parents too, so hey. I kind of have some idea. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm gonna just go to the bathroom. Thank you. Could that? village I, I would dare to call it a cult mm-hmm. could they like be held accountable it's 1000% a cult oh completely yeah I mean 
they're all everyone's all happy. Yeah, yeah. that's great. It's such a and cult. and they go off and they recruit victims. Yeah, you know, and that's mm-hmm. it's fucking terrifying. And that's yeah. why I think it's such a great horror film because it's so believable. Right. You know. Um, speaking again of my favorite murder, do you know the whole like you know how they have all these like inside jokes and one of their inside jokes is you're in a cult call your dad because like people get caught up in these cults and Mm -hmm. i was just thinking the whole time like this is such a fucking cult like but it's like scary yeah it's like but it's bright and it's i mean i have flower crowns like i have flower crowns you know like these like appealing like beautiful images and you're just like i yeah and that's why i think it's so great about why this film is such a good horror film is it's such a stark contrast mm-hmm. um, to every other horror film, which is always at night and it's dark and it's brooding and it's scary. Whereas yeah. it's, this movie is bright and it's sunny. So opposite of that. It's sunshine and it's flowers. Yeah. It's all this. They literally walk through a sunbeam to get there. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. But what? What, what I was noticing was they walked through a clouded forest. Yeah. And then so they, and they, they came out to this open field. Yeah. And the structure that they walk through is a sunbeam. You didn't realize. I didn't know. I didn't catch that actually. I'll have to go back and look at that. Um, uh, and, uh, and it's always dark. Like there was so much darkness with her when she was with his friends, like every time before they get to Sweden, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever she's with them, it's just so dark. Like the, the, the airplane, oh my, the bathroom. Well, every, the, oh my God. That's my favorite like the tra- transition. Oh my god, that that shot and that edit is my favorite. I I actually wrote that down. Um and there's a lot of uh, uh and especially that that's uh that edit, that shot. It was like an overhead shot and then like a shot that was upside down. Um and when they're driving. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like this overhead shot which you know a lot of times in the film world is like a god shot, right? Like establishing shot yeah. too a little bit yeah or but connection then, but the way he uses it and the way he flips it do you know what i'm talking about yeah and, and then it's like it's, it's literally like he's di- telling you i'm about to flip your world upside down yeah that's exactly what he's doing yeah and um exactly and uh i like how so they, they all trip the group trip on drugs yeah. and here again you know um I hate that Will Poulter character, the Mark, the kid who pees on the tree later. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate how his lack of empathy, because he doesn't care if people are upset. He cares about oh we're gonna not we're gonna trip at separate times. He cares about himself. He's so Absolutely. selfish. Absolutely. I fucking hate this kid. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, one of the worst. Yeah, they all again they all really suck. <laughs> um, but this group trip, we get the first glimpse of what's really of what's to come as far as. You know, we see the grass growing on her feet, but also we see the connection where the darkest really in her life is her lack of connection because she keeps revisiting the images of her dead f- yep, family. Yep, yep. And you, you were going to say something? I was going to say, um, going back to that scene where they first get there, they're about to take the drugs, and Danny's like, I'm going to like let, I'm going to get my footing or whatever she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, her boyfriend again, and again, the camera just put like the camera pulls back so that we're like, it's like, we're listening in on the conversation. And again, this was one of those moments where the, the camera does not cut. It doesn't cut. It makes you it's such a long take and it makes you endure that awkwardness and it makes you what, feel. What? And they ask how long they've been dating. 
that scene? No, this is. Oh no. This is well. Yes, that's one of them. Yes. This is. I'm talking about when they, um, when it, it's they're about to do the drugs. Okay. The, when they first get there, like you were, like we were just talking about. Okay. And um, and he's like, "Well, I'll wait too." Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't really want to wait. No, he doesn't. He's saying that because he feels like he's a bad boyfriend if he doesn't. Yeah. Again, it's like. Yeah. But also, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna give in, and I'm gonna no, let's do it, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm like, let's do it." So do you think it's, it's not so genuine? Do you think she was making him feel guilty, or he was just feeling guilty naturally? I think both. You know, and that's both. the thing. It's like, and so I think that's why he didn't want her to come because she's gonna be a fucking wet blanket. Yeah, and he wants to fucking party, hang out with his friends. Right. And and that's that sucks because like. Not that not that you can't be a support system for your your significant other, mm-hmm. um, but it's like I feel like the he feels pressure because he doesn't want to have to be like her her fence post, right? That she leans on because he doesn't actually love her and he doesn't actually want to be with her. And I thought it was interesting too how we know that time has passed and they're still together, right? Like, did you notice the season change, like? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought that was really interesting, too, to note, like, we know that they he wanted to break up and that they were having issues, but then her, her sister kills her fucking parents and then kills herself, and he, he can't be the guy that breaks up with the woman who just lost her whole family. Yeah. He can't be that. So, he's... so he sticks it out, even though he doesn't really want to. So, again, and playing devil's advocate, how much do you think is really – if he broke up with – her would that really make him a bad person because he could because he wouldn't be able to give her what she needs he really wouldn't whether he does or not and and no i don't i don't think you should be with anyone that you don't want to be with right like sure like like you you shouldn't ever be with someone who you don't want to be with um but i think it does that doesn't matter it's the perception of the people around you and society, he will forever be known as the guy who broke up with the girl whose parents just got murdered and her, his sister, her sister committed suicide. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Not, it's not that I think, I think, like I said, you shouldn't be with people that you don't want to be with, but it's not about that. It's about what people will think about him if he does end it with Mm -hmm. it. It's not about anything else because whether it's that thing where it's like, (laughs) There's an episode of Friends where see, don't give me that face. There's there's an episode of Friends where Monica sets Phoebe up with her sous chef, and he actually ends up being a terrible sous chef, and then Phoebe ends up not really liking him, and they Monica wants to fire him, Phoebe wants to break up with him, and Phoebe says. I'm doing this first because I can't be the guy, the girl who I, I don't want to be the woman who broke up with the guy who just got fired. And Monica's like, well, I don't want to be the boss who just fired the guy who broke up, who just got dumped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a shitty pickle to yeah. be in. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You hate my friend's references. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I, I just don't want to beat the same drum for yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, they get to Harga, Harga. Sure. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm not Swedish. And yep. a little production note: they deliberately left off a lot of the subtitles 
mm-hmm. on purpose to, mm-hmm. to confuse it, yeah and create that isolation mm-hmm. just general uneasiness right like when you don't know what someone's saying it makes you uneasy mm-hmm. and they do the skull celebration when everyone gets there they celebrate mm-hmm. and any Minnesota Vikings fans out there, well, mm. that's like their little chant. Mm. Oh, I don't know if I, I didn't realize that. Anyway, I'm a little bitter with the Vikings because that's a different discussion. We'll have a football episode. Yeah, that's one day. a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we had like the, the first of our many dancing circles, and we see the, the redhead that. Mm. They, they kicks Christian in, mm. like, in the butt, like and, like kind of flirts with him a little oh bit. Oh my god, and that that is just so uncomfortable too. And, and you see so... how he kind of like just drops, kind of drops Danny right there. It's like, oh, this other girl who does not give me any problems is interested in me. Right. This is great. Right. It's um, some different. Let me get some different. Right. Um, and then another another uh, uh, reinforcing factor that Christian sucks as a boyfriend. He forgot. He forgets Danny's birthday. Mm. And he's like, oh, well, the time difference yeah. and he comes up with all kinds of excuses but oh. Pele doesn't forget he draws her a little sketch actually it's a very yeah. sweet gift uh-huh. and so but bef- so um and we do see the bear they do like a little tour we see that bear in the cage <laughs> it literally just wrote the bear exclamation point <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's really f- did you notice that um and she also sorry really quick about the whole birthday thing she blames herself of for course. him forgetting her uh, yeah. birthday like it's- what the f- fuck it's not your fault like yeah. i literally was like oh the, oh my god like you said complete gaslighting anyways so that, but that scene where he's like taking like 18 times oh to gosh. light the candle the, what was in the background the uh, yellow house no 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 no. in the background was a bunch of women mm. old and young with a baby in the middle and they're both and they're all swaying back mm. and forth the group mm. emotion mm. Bind, the binding emotion the women mm-hmm. share that comes into play later. Mm. And they do that late, like they do that a few more times in this film before yeah. that big one at the end with yeah. with Danny. And I'm like, I never caught that before. Mm. But it's, it's in the back. It's like it's, it. it's 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 blocked perfectly. It's the mm-hmm. two. It's Christian and Danny, and they're yeah. right in the, in middle. the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. And and that whole like obvious thing, right? Like there's just no spark between them. Like he can't yes. get it lit. Like he can't get that That's great. fucking candle lit. Like. That, God. No, no, no. I was just agreeing. That's. Yeah. I, I was getting to that point too. That's. There's so many little. Yes. Isms yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And um. There's literally no spark between them. No matter what he does, he like cannot get that candle lit. And then we see another. After they see the bear in the cage, we get another tapestry that's all foreshadowed. Mm-hmm. It foreshadows yep. the the pube oh cake my God. pie. Yeah. It foreshadows. And you're uh, just like, what is yeah. this? Yeah, like the bleeding and a bunch of weird shit. It's a fucking weird thing to look at. Especially the first go around, you're like, what is happening? Well, and it's so funny, too, because not that, like, directors and cinematographers and all these people are always trying to, like, hide these little nuances. It's so funny that it's, like, we're literally showing you, you know? Yeah, it's like, on the nose. We're literally it's... showing you what is going to happen but by placing these little images. And we're going to take the camera and show you, you know, literally, what I mean? literally, 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 um, and then I like the, they had the whole maid queen mm. wall mm-hmm. and, um, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting to look at. Yeah. It was like, you know, when you, when you walk by a school, through it down a school's hallway, you see all the past principals. Yeah. It was that kind of like a mm. weird little yeah. thing to have in there. Yeah. Um, it's a good point. 
Side note, so this movie was greenlit in 2018 in mm-hmm. May mm-hmm. and came out in June of 2019. Yeah, didn't he? That's a very, I mean, for a film to get the money mm-hmm. and then come out within 13 months. Yeah. It's a huge turnaround. Yeah. It's very fast. Yeah. It's not a huge turnaround. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. And um, for us the, for, for us people that work in the production world. Well, I mean, it's just, it, I like how when you're putting a film together, a story together, and you have it all kind of mapped out mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. you get to think about post, pre-production. Yeah. Scouting costumes, everything, yeah, yeah, casting, and then you shoot. So photography goes, and then the editing and the scoring and the sound engineering on the back end, and then the press and the media. All these little boxes to check. Yeah. For one film to do that in thirteen months is incredible, and not only Absolutely. that, you make it's like it's a great film. Yeah. Um. He knows what he's doing. I'll say that. He's younger than I am. Be so mad. You're old. I miss my calling. You're old. That's all it is. That's all it is. Thanks. <laughs> also, this, so this was um, I've never seen the director's cut, but apparently that's NC-17. What I've, is this? What? Wait, it's it. The director's cut of Midsummer is NC-17. Uh huh. He had, he had to cut like 25 minutes. Yeah. To get down to an R rating. Uh, I don't know what what. Probably the violence, I imagine. Wait, what's NC-17 when you say it? Like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I know what you mean, but... The X rating? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like no children under 17 are allowed. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I can't bring my daughter in that movie with me. Sure. So... Because of rated R, you can bring her in as long as you accompany her. So funny, size three. You know that the actual ratings are not legally binding? Yeah, they're weird. It's weird. I did know. I don't know, like, a bunch about it, but it's interesting. So if a film sells a ticket... To an NC-17 film to a minor, mm-hmm. they're not breaking the law. Mm. It's just a agreed-upon agreed thing. Yeah. Because you got to follow the money. The films don't want to lose – or the theaters don't want to mm-hmm. lose money. Mm-hmm. And um, – but I thought it was kind of funny. People were like, you can't go in that movie. Like it's, you're not old enough. Like, actually, yes, I can. Yeah. Just because it's rated, so that just mean I can't watch right. it. Show Did you the- ever do that when you were a child? Child. When you were younger – like try to buy a rate or try to buy a <laughs> the R-rated ticket. Yeah, as when as you weren't sixteen, seventeen, yeah. or fourteen, or whatever. Yeah. No. Did you ever buy a ticket to something else and try to go into another movie? All the time. I the only time <laughs> this is a funny. I did that constantly. I tr- well, the only time I ever tried to do that was with a group of friends, and I can't. I'm trying to remember what the rated R film was that we were trying to see. And we ended up buying tickets to see Madagascar too, and then we ended up seeing we end up being forced to see that instead. I'm trying to remember the film that we were. I think it's also why they make you select your seats now. Yeah. To count to stop some of that. Yeah. Well, th- and this like God, this was so long ago that was definitely not a thing. But we were ended up being forced to see Madagascar too, and it was really funny and really good. What were, you, what were you trying to see? No, I don't remember. Oh. So it was one of my movie theaters. I went to growing up mm-hmm. um that so the the ticket taker the was like right in the front mm-hmm. and this is a, this is the orange park theater in in florida mm-hmm. um orange park is a, is a town right across the river from jacksonville yeah and the movie theater kind of ran deep yeah so there was a bunch of theaters in the front uh-huh. by the concession then you go down this long hallway and there's even more in the back so i think it was like 1999 wow i went and one day i bought 
I bought a ticket for Star Wars Episode One. Okay. And I stayed, and I watched The Matrix, The Sixth Sense, and uh, The Blair Witch Project. All those were all out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it was all first viewing. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a day for you! I bought one ticket. I just, I just, I just hung. I just mapped out the times. Yeah. And so, all oh, this movie's two and a half hours. By the time that gets out, I'll mm-hmm. have time for this movie. I missed a little bit of some each movie because sure. I didn't count for previews and shit. Sure. But I was like, you can't do that these days. No. I was like fourteen or something, but you know, I was. I'm, I was my mom dropped me off at the mall with some friends, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm here all day. I didn't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I had a pay phone. She said, "Call me when you when you, when you get picked up." So I called. Did your her. friends go with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you all did it? Yeah, we just hopped. We we didn't have cars, phones, girlfriends. We had nothing, so we decided just to watch movies. No, that's cool. I mean, you should have paid for all of them, but I had no money. <laughs> I was I had nothing. I was fourteen years old. <laughs> that's funny. I had money. To, to... I can't believe all those films were out at the same time. Did you not see my post on Instagram? I, I, I put a post about 1999 being the best year yes, for movies. Yes, I did see that. So many good movies were out. There so, are. I just like to give Also, at the same time, I... was American Beauty, American Pie, mm-hmm. Austin Powers, uh, 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 American History X, mm-hmm. uh, Eyes Wide Shut. All of them were out at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just like to give you shit. Um, I think I responded to you. and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. They should cast you as the boyfriend in this movie. Oh, oh, that one hurt. I'm just that one hurt. <laughs> Don't believe him, people. It's not true at all. I'm so, one of the kindest people you know. Uh, I wrote it next to Will <laughs> Poulter's name, comic relief, but I can't stand his character. Who? He, he, uh, Mark. The oh, I fucking hate him. Yeah, but see, what's great though, he had a lot of funny lines, but they're always off camera. Mm. Did you notice that? Mm. Like. They, it was something funny, like a little funny observation. He would say some, one quick crack about something. Mm. It was enough to kind of like, ooh, kind of like, if you like kind of chuckle or smile real quick, and then we would get right back into the Do movie. Do you remember like a specific example? I don't. Like, I think it was like, I just felt like he was such a dick that. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, I feel like I do remember. I feel like there was something that he said. Oh, man. I, I can't remember exactly, but. What do you think? It's like another world. <laughs> Amazing. Do people just sleep here? Yeah, all the younger ones, until we turn 36, and then we move to the laborer's house. Why 36? Well, we think of life like the seasons. So you're a child until you're 18, and that's spring. And then at some point, we all do our pilgrimage, which is between 18 and 36, and that's summer. And then from uh, 36 to 54, we're a working age, which is fall. And then finally, from 54 to 72, you become a mentor. What happens at 72? The big turnaround in the film is an hour in. Yeah, the one hour pivot. Is, is the, at the stupa. Yes. Um, I, I wrote that down. One hour pivot. Um, and that's when shit goes off. This is fucked. And this is fucked. The whole ceremony is, is oh man, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. No, it's fucked. I want to talk about this movie, but I don't want to talk about that scene. But basically, but that's in a nutshell, the two elders jump off a cliff, and one guy, the, the man, doesn't do it right, lands on his fucking leg, and that 
Ugh, gets blown talk about your stomach hurting that i so i the i've seen this film three times i watched it and then i watched it again a couple weeks ago because i knew we were going to talk about it eventually mm-hmm. i didn't know when but i was like oh, i should give this a rewatch right right and then i rewatched it not last night the night before yeah last night i watched hot into the lambs so the night before mm-hmm. and i i i watched or the, i let the scene play i didn't like skip over it because I also think Florence Pugh's reaction is just perfection. Yeah. Um, but I didn't with the with the old it, man. It happens. Oh, it happens. I was like, what is that? Um, the old man. I was just like, I can't watch it. Like, I didn't look at. The, I didn't look. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so fucked. And this is why this is the one-hour pivot here because the like, it's been fucked up this far you know right but this is where it's like okay we're in a different league now this is a different kind of fucked up you know what i mean yeah 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 like have you ever seen anything like that no no No. it's it's fucked so and then so the 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 people there trying to rationalize it because connie Mm -hmm. and simon the two guests from england from london are there and they're both they're fucking losing their mind they're like this is fucked up this is it like i'm gone yeah yeah they, they want no part of this mm. and um and also i love how different their costumes are right like they're 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 dressed so differently than the rest of the group they're just sticking out like a sore thumb and this is like they do not approve of this they are different you know what i mean like, yeah them all being in these different clothing than the than the white like the white dress that everyone else is in um yeah i actually wrote down shot of danny reaction warped background yeah she was in and everything around her was like like uh-huh. uh, like almost white angle yeah. lens it's yeah. kind of shot, yeah. framed like a fish eye almost and yeah. um christian it's very aloof it's kind of like oh well that's just what how they do it around here i guess yeah you know? and like is trying to accept it it's like a weird like exception where he's like finally trying to be like a like almost like a good person yeah and like accept these people and it's like no this is absolutely fucked and what i thought was really interesting about this is like they don't protect you as the audience like they don't protect you from this at all like no you are going to endure this and again that goes back to i think this whole time all these long takes and long shots and making us endure this awkwardness and especially with this it's just like this is fucked i can't believe i'm looking at this i can't and this is probably like i'm thinking about my my coworker that i mentioned this is probably one of those moments where he was like i'm gonna fucking get up and walk out of this movie theater you know what i mean yeah like you see it coming you you know once they're on top that ledge they're gonna jump off be like yeah but no no they're not really but they do not only are they gonna jump okay you might think like okay they're gonna jump off they're not gonna show me it and then he shows you it it's probably why it had to be cut down to right. get an R rating. Um, okay, so that happens, and then Christian tries to hijack the thesis mm. from Josh. And, uh, and, you know, it's kind of nice to see that kind of talk. Yeah, and it's, he's so, like... Nonchalant you know. about it. Like, he's, like, he, it's owed to him that he can take this from him, right? Like, right. Yeah. I guess what a cheap, lazy yeah. dick move. And I fucking Again, that dude. he's the worst. <laughs> he's terrible. He's the worst. Hey, dude. Hey. 
Holy shit, right? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, listen. Um, I've been thinking about something that I wanted to ask you, or tell you, actually. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my thesis, and um, I've decided I'm going to do it here on Horga. And I wanted to tell you first, just so it didn't seem like I wasn't telling you. I feel like I feel like I can't tell if you're joking. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm doing my thesis on Midsummer. That's the reason why yeah. I'm here. Yeah, but not on this community. I mean, you're going to Germany and England next. Well, I mean, you knew I was going to want to do this. You know. Oh I my God! I mean, Christian, did you even know until just now? Of course you did. Okay. Do you, Do you think I don't know what you're doing? It's actually kind of outrageously unsubtle. The fact that you're being this bald about it. I'm I'm honestly kind of impressed. What the fuck, man? Yeah, what does that mean? What the fuck? This is what I've been working toward, and you know it. That's why you look so guilty right now, because you know you know that what you're doing is unethical and leechy and lazy, and and frankly, it's kind of sad. Fuck you. No, dude, not fuck me. Find your own subject or, or your own passion. And because, okay, look, this, I'm, I'm, I'm actually invested in this. This is not some glorified hobby that I'm casually dipping my feet into. Okay. In case you hadn't noticed, your highness, we're doing the exact same degree. No, but not in the same way, Christian. Okay? I have to hold your little hand through everything. You didn't even know how to use JSTOR until I taught you, and you are a fucking grad student. Why are you even in academia? You don't care, which is fine. That is your prerogative. But do not appropriate my actual work for your new shortcut. But it's so funny because it's like you said, it's like th everything about this film contradicts itself. Like it's like they're friends on a vacation and it's so nice and and sunny and flowery and but you're like god i can't stand these people you know oh yeah i mean i mean are the americans Just all of it yeah okay well well you... it's not that i don't stand i can't stand the 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 villagers sure cuz they they're 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 operating on what they know to do mhm mm they're they're living by the rules they set for themselves because they're in a cult. Completely, but that's yeah. so they're doing what they believe is right. Yeah, and they're not being manipulative. Well, they're, they're probably manipulated to sure. be in a cult, but yeah. I think as a whole, your average villager in that group are like, oh, this is just what we do. Mm -hmm. This is you know we bring people in, we fucking kill them, and we kill right. some of our own, and life's great. We have yeah, a good harvest or whatever the fuck they pay to, and yeah, this is what this is life. And that's and that's the scariest thing about cults, right? And then and then Papele, um, when it, when Danny's after that in that same scene, um, when he's talking to, he's kind of trying to kind of put the moves on Danny a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. do you feel held by Christian mm. and everything? And he's trying to like relax, kind of coax her back to calm because she's just stressed out about the whole Atastupa thing that, that just happened. He's like, look, I lost my parents in the fire. Yeah. And it alludes to the fire to come. Yeah. You know, he was like, he was raised an orphan. I lost my parents to a fire. Mm -hmm. This is his home. So obviously his parents were two of the people that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of nice. I caught that on the second, mm -hmm. the second win.
Danny. Um, I'm really sorry, Pele. Thank you for inviting me, but I, I really have to go. Can someone maybe drive I, me I somewhere? I know I shouldn't have let you stay for that. I, I mean, I know it looks extreme, but we... I don't only... know why I'm here, Pele. I don't know why you invited us. I, d I don't know. I don't know why. I don't okay, know why okay, I'm okay, here. Okay, okay. I don't know. Okay. And I can't... Come on, no. come on, sit down, Danny. Danny, please. Please sit down. Danny. I invited my friends because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing and I wanted to share it, especially with my friends who I knew would appreciate it. Because I... I am proud of okay, this place. Okay, okay, but I'm not an anthropologist and I don't understand any of this. Yes, yes, I don't yes, get... I know, I know. And, and yet I was the most excited for you to come. Here. Here, smell this. What is it? Calls you down. No, I'm fine. I don't want it. Are you sure? No, I'm, I really want to go, Billy. I don't, I don't want it. Okay. I know what you're going through, Danny. What am I going through? Because I lost my parents. Too. What? No, no, Pele, yes, yes, that yes. is not what I'm talking about. No, I'm not, not talking, talking about, about my family. About, I'm I not lost my parents when I was I'm a little boy. About... They burned up no, in a fire. No, I'm not talking about that. My parents, they no. burned up in a fire, and I became technically an orphan. So believe me when I tell you that I know what it's like because I do, I really, really do. Yet my difference is I never got the chance to feel lost because I had a family here where everyone embraced me and swept me up. And I was raised by a community that doesn't bicker over what's theirs and what's not theirs. That's what you were given. But I have always felt held. By a family. A real family. Which everyone deserves. And you deserve. Billy Christian could walk in. He's what I'm talking about. He's my good friend and I like him, but... Danny, do you feel held by him? Does he feel like home to you? They brought the two elders that, the, that jumped. Yeah. And and then the redhead. No, Danny has a dream where she sees them leaving her. It's very hard to kind of... I didn't really put together what the scene was about until I watched it again. Um... They sees like the car leaving, leaving, like like they're leaving without her, mm. and it just draws further into her, like her disconnection from people and her lack yeah. of connection. Yeah, is this before or after um, the woman from England thinks that her boyfriend left? This is right before. Okay, this is literally like the scene before. Mm. Um, well, not, not quite. The next scene, um, the redhead villager leaves that the love rune thing under Christian's bed. Mm -hmm. You know, again, she's operating on what she knows is what to do. Mm -hmm. Hence the pube pie later. Ugh. But the, a little later on, um, Simon left. I'm using air quotes, oh, people. See. Uh, and Connie's losing her shit. Like, he, why would he leave? Mm -hmm. You know, and I could have sat on his lap. I could have done this. Yeah. 
and it, I mean, you could just sniff out the bullshit. Yes. I knew that villager was full of crap. Yeah, and the camera's so far away in that scene. I love that. It's it so didn't far, move. It's so far away, and it's so far away. And, uh, but, you know, and, and it's back to making Christian look like a fucking jackass. Danny runs to go tell this news uh-huh. to Christian. He's yeah. like, Christian's talking to some of the elders about the crops or whatever bullshit he was talking about. And she's like, he's like, or no, Danny says to him, Hey, kind of was left here by some by Simon, and da da da. It's a big deal. He's, and he kind of looks at her like, "Oh man, that's terrible." Anyway, back to what I'm doing. And she just yeah. you see her like stare at him like, "Motherfucker, are you kidding me right now?" Yeah, yeah. And, and it's oh yeah, he's so aloof. Mm-hmm. And not like he's aloof because he's on the spectrum and poor guy. This yeah, is just how his brain works. No, no he's just he's, a fucking piece of shit. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. It's a Christian show, and everyone else mm-hmm. just when I'm ready for you. Then I I'll will address you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they had the, and then this is when this is the tipping point, and well, attitude was kind of a tipping point, too, but this is when shit really starts to work. Um, people start getting knocked off now, mm. in the group when uh, they're at that dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, after this is also right after the scene, where Mark pees on the tree. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, there's woods everywhere. And you decide yeah. you got to pee on this one spot. Like, and, he, and he's like so... He's such a frat bro about... Like he's such a... Like, oh, what's the big deal? Yeah. So He says, so what? After he's told it's important, he still says, so what? Like, come on, dude. Do right. better. Right. But he doesn't care. Like, are we... It's that thing where it's like, we've showed... Like, they've showed us this whole time he's an asshole. He's a dick. Yes. And then when he proves it to us again, we're just like, What? But it's that thing where it's like, you can't, it's like, you can't believe it. But it's like, am I really surprised? Good for her. No, 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 no. Order the poor man. Move the boat down the pole. Order the poor man. In jail, they don't put down the throne. Hey, what? Come on, you're like, yeah, you have like two for stage. What? Okay, relax, relax. What did I do? Våra förfäder ligger där. Oh, det står och pissar på mina förfäder. Din lilla amerikanska jävla vän. Stod just och pissar på rotvälta. Vart kan du gå in? Vad ser du inte vad jag gör? Du pissade på den ancestrala tre. Den tre så mycket? Ja, ja. Så vad? Hörde du vad jag sa? Jag vet inte. Nej, men det är tydligt till alla våra döda. Det är en döda tre, då. Det är döda. Ja, jag vet, men det är viktigt för oss. Jag bara hade att pissa. I didn't know it was special. Connie! is getting the truck with one of them now. Connie! Is everything okay? Connie! Oh, there. Uh, Simon, uh, he told me to tell you that uh, John drove him to the train station, and after uh, Simon gets dropped off, he's sending the truck back for you. What? Yeah, you will meet him uh, there. No. Why would he just go without me? He he wouldn't do that. Um, the truck only has room for two. What does that mean? That doesn't even make any sense. He would have told me. I mean, today's only train leaves 90 minutes. It takes about 35 minutes to go there and back, so they didn't want to waste time. So I could have sat on his lap? Yes, I mentioned that too, but, you know, we we don't break traffic laws. So they've just gone. 
They've left me just now. Now, Connie, there was no room in the truck, yet it is coming right back for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is bullshit. So they have that dinner scene next, and of course Christian has a different color liquid, which I saw in the first mm, first yeah. run, yeah. go around. Like yeah. that means something. Sure. I didn't know what it meant at the time, but I knew sure. it meant something. And then the, then Christian looks across the way, sees the elders still pissed off at him, staring at him coldly. Mm-hmm. And then his some of some of his famous last words, like, "Are they gonna kill me?" <laughs> yeah. But then like that one cute girl he was checking out like early in the film, she, come here, I want to show you something. Uh-huh. He's all like. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking blowjob or something. Yeah. Right? He's all, yeah, I'll go with her so she can show me the thing. Yeah, and then he woke up. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't wake up. Yeah. Um. And then also the same that same dinner scene, we get the pube in the pie. Someone's so sore about their ancestral tree. Dude, is he gonna kill me? Did you learn anything about the Ruby Rotter? Oh, so now you want to collaborate? Okay, thank you. I know that thank one you. elder thank gave you, you a glimpse thank of you. it. Thank you, thank you. Sorry I brought it up. Oh my god, dude, what the fuck? Is that... What is that? Is that a fucking pube? Ew. It's just a hair. Yeah, a pubic hair. Why are you embarrassed? You're not the one giving out hair pies. Jesus Christ, he's still fucking looking at me. Hey, you'll come with me? What? You'll come? Uh, I'll show you. Okay, sure. Yeah? Yeah, great. Um, I'll be back, I guess. She's gonna show me. Again, this is one of those moments when you're watching the film, you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, yes. Like, this is so different. But again, like, that's what I think is so great about this film. It goes into these territories that no other films go to. Yeah. Do you it, agree? I agree because yeah. it's, it's. I've never seen a movie, a movie that is like Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Right. And. Because uh, nothing out there is like, th- there, there's nothing like this. Like, there might be some things that, like, we've talked about, like, you know, that mm-hmm. remind us of other films, but it's just in a league. It's not even in a league. It stands alone. Yes. It's definitely a lone wolf. Yeah. In the pantheon of, of contemporary horror films. Yeah. Um, I was actually listening, looking at a list of what's come out in the last three or four or mm-hmm. five years, and in their own way, they're all very original movies, mm-hmm. like Get Out, Hereditary, yeah. The Babadook. Um, uh, uh, it follows Parasite. It's Par- not a horror film. I'm talking horror films. What would you call Parasite? Would you say it's a thriller? It's a comedy drama. No, at most comedy thriller. This I mean, a, this is a different episode. Quite. So let's pump the brakes on this one. Sorry. Let's table that for now. Um. <laughs> so, I like how. So, before they go to bed that night. Josh was interviewing one of the elders about the runes, the ancient stones, and they basically told him to, to fuck off. You can't take a photo of this. So he plans, he sneaks out, does it anyway, and gets 
walloped. That was like yeah. the next another, I'll say, jump scare. Okay. Because you just don't see it, him getting smacked in the back of the oh fucking god, head. Oh my god, I know. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Even last night I knew that was going to happen when I was, or I'm sorry, two nights ago, whatever. And I was like, oh god, I forgot about that. It's just so well done that you're mm-hmm. just like, you know. It wasn't like, it was. it's not a jump scare because there's no like high-pitched score right. or sound effect accompanying other than just like the thing hitting in the fucking head. Yeah, which and, sometimes that's more scary, again. Yes. It's more scary. It's more real and scary than a... It's more better. Yeah. More better. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so he... So now we lost... We, well, we... No, because he sees Mark, but it's really the... 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 Uh, the, the incest child mm, oh, wearing yeah, the yeah. mask of his face. Do you remember that? Because that's that's what gets his attention. He's like, Mark, is that you? Oh yeah. Danny gets hit. So oh yeah, he does say, Mark, is that you? That's right. So it's until Mark and Josh are off. They're that. off the table now. Mm-hmm. Now we just have Christian and, and but Danny. It's, it's so interesting because it's like when you're watching it. Did you realize in that moment? Because I feel like it happened so quickly. I don't know if I put together that. Oh, he's. That means he's dead. You know what I mean? It's like it happened so quickly. I don't know if I put it all together. You know what I mean? What like like Josh didn't put it together? Yeah, probably not. Well, but me too. As as an audience, I'm like, wait, what? what it wasn't until was fi- Mark. Is that you? Wait, was that him? Oh my god, no! Because the next after that he gets hit, he falls down. They yeah. cut. They they fade out and they fade back in to him, the guy wearing the Mark mask, uh-huh. looking over the body. Yeah, you can tell it's a mask. So now we know the. Definitively, the fate of both Mark and, and Josh. Right. And um, and then we have our big last day. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much our, our last day. Sure. Um, Do we really know though? Because the sun's never gone down. Exactly. It's <laughs> one long day. Have right? you ever been somewhere like that? No. When I was in Alaska, it was like that, and it was weird. Oh wow. Yeah. It's um, pretty cool. It was. It was interesting. It was funny. Um, I was there for work. Not to go and into it but I was there for work and we would you know be filming all day shooting all day blah 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 and then you know me and my crew we'd go out to dinner and you know you're on a trip with your coworkers, you know you want to have fun whatever we'd have some beers whatever and it's like gosh it's like I'm so tired like it's got to be close to being you know and the sun's still out it's not like as bright as it was there but it's like it's still sunny and then I'm like yeah man I'm t- it's t- you know we had a long day I'm tired and then you look down I'm like oh my god it's midnight it's midnight. Mm-hmm. Like I should be in bed right now. We have to be. We have a. We have crew call at like seven a.m. tomorrow. You know. Right. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so weird. You feel like you need to stick it out because you're like, okay, like I want to have a few drinks with my friends, and it's just such. It is so weird there. Like, and I can't even imagine like this because the sun wasn't that bright, but it was still. It's a weird feeling when the sun's out that late. I can only imagine. It's so. Strange. It's gonna be so trippy. It's cool, but it's really strange. Um, I was kind. Of, I always wanted to experience that, like go up yeah. to uh, Canada or nor- yeah. to the Northern Lights, and oh then my just God, kind that of would be so cool, right? Um, so yeah, but yeah, so I, I think this is the last day in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, after they wake up, and they, they, the, and the villagers split up Danny and Christian. Yeah, and make Danny go jump in like the the Bay Queen dance off, mm-hmm. and then they have um. 
Christian go see the woman in that one cottage. And did you notice when he was sitting there, the Christian was sitting in that room, he's looking at the wall, it was a picture of the bear in the fire? Yep. I was like, that's kind of... Again, first viewing, you... You, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, for your first viewing, you're like... There's so much you miss. This bear... And I... And, like, I know we talked about the bear already, but I just love... And they're like, well, are we not going to talk about this bear? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, when they first see the yeah, bear? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's just like... <laughs> you know it's going to come into play later, but... I can't it's the Chekhov's it. gun. Well, it's like you... If you would have told me... Okay, Do you, but, know, do you know what I mean by that? No. The Chekhov's gun? No. That rule in screenwriting where if you introduce a gun, you have to use it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah. So the bear is the Chekhov's right. gun. <laughs> essentially right um but if, if i guarantee that nobody would have guessed that's how the bear was going to come into play later oh hell no i had yeah. no idea you have no idea you know like okay you're telling me you're showing me you're telling me again you're showing me again it's going to come back into play but how right and you're not guessing it's going to come back into play the way it does. And I like, we'll get there. I like how the villagers don't give a fuck that Christian and Danny are in a relationship because they they don't care. Yeah. Because they say, oh, you've been approved to mate with that redheaded chick. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, like, totally accurate, by the way. Like, 100% It's how I lost my virginity. Got all my gal pals together. Oh, yeah? We all stood around, bushes out, nipples out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, totally accurate. Like, I really appreciated that they portrayed it that way in the film. Interesting. Um, Yeah, in front of everyone. Was your your mate a a drugged-up American? (laughs) Probably at least an American. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Like, that whole thing, again, you're just like, what is happening here? Like, what is happening here? And, like, definitely wasn't expecting, like, a full frontal of a male in this film. Did yeah, you notice s- he had blood on his penis? Yes. His when he walks penis. out? Yeah. Well, he has sex with a virgin. I know, I know, but it's just like... Surprise! Yeah, it's just like that, like, again, details. Like, you're just like, oh my god, like, we're yeah. going there. I mean, we've been there, right? I mean, why not? <laughs> At this point, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> totally accurate, though. Like, that's how most women lose their virginity, for the record. Is that so? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. No kidding. You're supposed to laugh. Ha, ha, ha. That's my sarcastic laugh. Mm-hmm. Compliments your sarcasm, mm. doesn't it? So, no. Um, before she gets, Danny gets crowned May Queen, you notice that she started speaking Sweden? Well, Swedish? Yeah. Well, she, she has the drugs. Mm-hmm. And she sees her grassy feet. Her hobbit yeah, feet again. Yeah, hobbit feet. Um, and, and she she sees her mom. Did you catch that too? When they're all, I think it's right after she gets she wins, right, and the whole crowd kind of congregates around her to to congratulate her. Yeah. One who doesn't smile just walks right past her. It's her, I guess, it's her mother. I don't remember what her mom really looks like, but she like stops, like, "Mom, is that you?" And she keeps walks oh, through the yeah. crowd. Well, doesn't she see like her sister too? Like, I don't remember that. Maybe I. There's so much I, in that little little scene. Um, well, then I saw a bunch of pictures online, like not memes, but like pictures of people saying, like, "Oh, look at this, where you can see her sister in the trees." Did you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. No. Oh, I gotta that's... send it to you because I still struggle to see that. Like I've looked for it. It's like the part when she's 
it's kind of, it's a wide shot. You can see a bunch of the woods in the background. And she's like standing on something or whatever. Do you know what, I'm, what part I'm talking about? Danny? Yeah. And you can see like a bunch of trees in the background. And people have said that's like, it's her sister. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't, I've never even heard of that before. Oh, I got to find it and send it to you and see okay. if you can see it. I'm like, I'm struggling to make that connect. Like, I just can't visualize it. But apparently, well, apparently it's true. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. that was in there because there's so much already in this film. Not by accident. Not by accident. Never by accident. Um, and so the boy threw me for a loop was after she got crowned the May Queen, I thought like the big setup was like they're going to kill her. Mm. Right? Because like what happened to the other May Queens, that's why they showed us the mock up of all the, the their photos of the past May Queens. So okay. first viewing, I was like, are they going to fucking kill her? Like, is that right. what Because they're already killing people yeah. anyway. I thought, I thought for sure they both were going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's his face? And Christian. Her, Christian. Yeah. And her were, I thought they're both gone, goners. Like, mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, but no, they um, they have a big celebration. The table's all set. Christian's there, and he's drugged, and he's all looks. This is before. This is after he gets told to mate, but before he does the mating. Mm. And I like how that one scene when that old man claps and like shock seems like a shock wave. Mm, you know that scene? Yeah. And. Um, He's all, he, like Christian's all fucked up and drugged and probably high as a kite and yeah. And then he he gets lured into that mating ritual. That's that was such a weird. That's such a weird scene. It was just like the sex. The, everything. Yeah. Yeah. The sex. The them like pushing on his ass to like go faster. Yeah. And like and then but then Danny, she gets carried off. From her little celebration, and she walks over and she saunters over to the, the little the whacking shed that he's in, and she looks at the <laughs> keyhole and she sees what he's doing. That's funny that you referenced it as that. That's funny. whacking off my tool shed, and uh, <laughs> oh, that's and then that great. The, well, the, yeah, and she looks in that keyhole, and you're just like, and then she's so destroyed. Yeah, she's so destroyed. I'm just like sis, like. In his defense, the very minimal defense I can give him. I can't wait to hear this. He was just—he was drugged. Oh yeah, yeah. That, sure. I mean that's sure. So yeah, um, yeah. Because he even—it's funny because you know he's drugged, but you're also like, does he kind of know what's going on here? Does he? Well, I mean, I think he kind of had the hots for that redhead chick the whole time. Sure. I mean, redheads have that effect on people. Ah ah ah! <laughs> Stop that. Um, <laughs> and. But, like, I don't think he was consciously, like... I think, yeah, it's like there was a couple moments where... But, Go ahead. Well, I was, I was going to say, his inhibitions were shot. Like, he had no pullback. His conscience left the building. Okay. I don't, I don't think he had much control. And, that, and they're, like, pushing him into it. Mm-hmm. They're very influence, influential. I, I mean, it was almost a threesome at one point. Remember when that woman's like singing and like holding his head and yeah. I literally I was like, is this about to be a threesome? Like, what am I in for here? Right. Yeah. And, and well, yeah. So Danny sees it, and of course she doesn't know all the backstory. She just sees her boyfriend's ass fucking twerking as he's piling into this redheaded chick, and 
she goes back to the other room <laughs> with all the women and they had that mutual moaning, oh wailing God. scene. Yeah, that and that scene is just like, well, and that was such an image that that was seen before you see the film, right? That was something that was like that was a marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot and you're just like trailers and everything. I found it so interesting that that's what that was about, like. The fact that well, because there's no context in the right. trailers, I, like I, they're upset about something. Okay, honestly, like I was a little disappointed that that was what she was so upset about. Why? I well, like, I, 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 I think know, she was justifiably upset because the one person she thought yeah, she had support, yeah, just is dipping it somewhere else. <laughs> I wonder if she even realized that, well, she had to eventually, but like, did she not care that Josh and Mark were killed? She, because she had to realize that eventually that they were also put to death. But, but we're yeah. not there yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so after Christian staggers out, mm-hmm. um, and he's dick swinging, dick swinging, and he's like, and but sorry, <laughs> when she's. Like rocking back and forth, and she's like, "I can feel it. I can feel the baby." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, ew, ew. That's gross. Omg. Oh like, my god. And <laughs> and again, like going back to the beginning, where it's like you could be getting this chick pregnant, and it's like mm, you just got her pregnant, I guess. Like, we've closed the loop there. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, yeah. So it, well. Christian runs out of that place, mm-hmm. staggers out, really. He's still coming down from all that crap they've been giving him. Mm-hmm. And he sees uh, 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 Josh's foot sticking out of the garden. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's kind of funny, though. Yeah. Um, and, well, and then he runs and he sees the um, – so so I was going to – I told you I was going to talk to you about this part. We mm-hmm. see Simon. Simon didn't run off without Connie. He just – yeah. Was cut Honestly, the fuck open. Honestly, I was confused the first time I saw it. I'm like, who is this? Like. Right. Even though, you know how we talked, like, it was bullshit, right? Like, we knew that the villager was lying. Mm-hmm. About, well, they're all lying, but yeah. Well, yeah, but about him. Um, Leaving in the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, but I still was like, wait a minute. Who is this? Like, wait, is that him? Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. It's just all so confu- not confusing because he's showing you. it's showing, but you're like I think you're just so caught off guard by the way he's just like ripped open, um and again very Silence of the Lambsy. So there. he was put into a blood eagle, uh, okay setup where they cut the back open make wings. Yeah, and uh, so it's a it's it's from a Scandinavian. I mean obviously they're in Sweden. Mm. Is an old Scandinavian ritual. But there's no actual factual basis that it really happened. So they think what really happened was it was it was it, it was written about in like the old Norse 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 yeah. Norse times before the the Christian takeover of Scandinavia. Christian, haha. And uh, right and um, but um, it was no there's no actual evidence of it ever occurring. They think it's just yeah. it was just. A literary device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I've heard about this. Um, I think I was like watching like a YouTube like video essay about this film or something, and I heard I 
Yeah, it's that. fucking. Yeah. But still, what a gnarly way to go. Oh my god! Fuck. But didn't did you not think of Silence of the Lambs when you saw that? That was I my really immediate didn't. thought. I, that wasn't my go-to. I didn't even think about it actually. Oh, that's I, so funny. I was just and I mortified don't know. more so. Mm, yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah, absolutely. But as soon as I saw it, even before I knew that um, we were going to talk about Midsummer, and I was like, oh, this is very Silence of the Lambs ish. Because mm-hmm. when else have you ever seen that in a film? True. And I've yeah. seen a lot of horror films, and I've seen lots of gore, but, like, the not artistic... Y- not you. Not me, I know. But, no, the the, the way they artistically mm-hmm. splayed open somebody, yeah. it's very uncommon mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... um. And then they blow the little dust... The ninja oh, dust. Oh, that's some of my favorite camera work. And then they shut his eyes. Yeah, but the camera shoot. work when he like falls on the ground and yeah. then there's the like his view of POV. Yeah, yeah that was right. so good. Yeah. And um, what were you gonna say? No, how they use they shut his eyes. Yes. And yes. then the woman opens the eyes yes. back up. Yeah. I think it's the I same woman. That. The same woman that pulled away Mark earlier. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, now, I love that because. It's a way of letting you know this is him, like, they're waking him back up. Yeah. Because I thought, I'm like, oh, that couldn't have been the way they, they've killed him, you know? Because right. when he, they shut his eyes, I'm like, no, they're not killing him. So I appreciated that they, like, opened his eyes back up to let you know that he's not dead yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, um I, when she... Oh, like, she's so lovely when she opens up his eyes. Oh, she's, it very yeah. much made me feel like, I don't know if you've ever had surgery or, like, woken up mm-hmm. from a surgery. I have. And, um... You're, yeah, yeah, like, you're recovering the, now. Yeah, the person, you know, it's just, like, you have to be that person. Like, that sure. nurse in that position is in that position because she's the right person to wake you up and, like, okay, I'm going to, like you know, open your eyes now or, you know, whatever. I just very right, much right, right. felt like that feeling and like, like reassuredness. And it's like, no, 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 we can't be reassured here. Do you know where we're at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they explain like the whole ritual thing. Well, Christian's in a chair. He can't move. He can't talk. He can't do anything. He's basically paralyzed, but yeah, he's still, he, no, he, he's still present where he's at. Mm-hmm. And they explain the whole ritual where they have nine sacrifices Right, and it's yeah. the two elders are already gone, two volunteers from the village, and then the two outsiders, or the, no, the the four others. Yeah. And then one more, which either the which the May Queen has to choose, and they have like a, a, the lottery system to pick an, uh, another villager to be either him or Christian. And you, you should never and, and Danny, who's now dressed up in flowers and stuff. So many flowers. Oh, my God. It's crazy. The most flowers. And she's kind of like in a haze mm-hmm. also. Yeah. And she don't ever see her. You don't see her pick Christian, but then the next scene when they're cutting the bear open and Christian's there, like, okay, he's the one. And then they start setting, staging everyone in the – this part really made me the sickest. when mm-hmm. they, And they had the mock-up of the elders that were already dead, and then they had, like, everyone else, all the other bodies of all the other – people and then the only people that were alive in that thing were the two villagers who volunteered and christian because mm-hmm. they killed everyone else yeah which i think kind of defeats the purpose i mean mm-hmm. they're already dead what's burning them in a building gonna do 
I don't I don't get that I don't get that point that that part. But anyway. Well, I think you kind of talked about that earlier with like the guy saying like they burned in a fire like my family or whatever you know like. You oh, did it just happened now? Happened. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Um, they stack them all in there and they light them on fire. Mm. And even though they give the villagers who volunteered like pain, there's so many threads of roots and mm-hmm. flowers. Yeah. And all like the drugs and the yeah. liquids and yeah. the pattern. Everything is flower related. So I think it, it ties into Danny blossoming finally away yeah. from her old life. Right. After she purges everything from her past. Yeah. Um, do you, th- what do you think about him being like, obviously like him being put in the, the bear, right? That was fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what the symbolism of the bear is. It like, is this like masculine thing? It could be. Maybe. I, I never, I didn't really, in my research, I didn't really read anything about why the bear was there. Yeah. It was just, I'd love to know more about that. It's curious. It's curious to to, to ponder. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like the bear is a sacred animal to them, mm-hmm. or and it's I don't know. I don't know. I, I want someone to answer that question for me because I'm too lazy to find out. <laughs> oh my! If I haven't found out by now, I'm not gonna dig deeper mm-hmm. later. Uh, yeah, it's just so uh, yeah interesting. But well, yeah. Even so, the guys that took those roots and and stuff to quell their pain they still end up screaming to death and yeah. that was hard to listen to yeah and and again again the tie-in to the villagers outside with danny who are also screaming to like mm-hmm. this community of of emotion mm-hmm. everyone's connected to each other if mm-hmm. you're sad i'm sad we're yeah. all sad together and we work through this we process this stuff together mm-hmm. which, which is, is very again the cultish thing like yeah that's why people join cults and succumb to what cults are. Yeah. You know. Um, and and then we had the final shot of Danny, who's at first she's her eyes are glazed, mm-hmm. she's very upset, mm-hmm. you know. And then it just kind of euphoria kind of washes over her, mm-hmm. and she starts to smile. Yeah, and it's like a little like grin. It's like a smirk. Almost like a grin, and it's you know it 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 walks that tightrope of being either you know either an evil like ha 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 I, I killed my boyfriend who's a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and also it's by I felt more of it like I'm now unburdened. Yeah, you know I have a new connection. They may not be the greatest group of people, of people but yeah. They, they, these are the first people that heard me. Yeah. And, and touched and held me. Yeah. And touched me. And, and to me, it's like she's saying, like, well, I'm all in, you know, like I'm all in here. Both feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we close and all the, like, all the, the lettering of all the credits all have a flower mm-hmm. uh, motif. Love it. And yeah, this film, like, it's very ambitious. It took a lot of risks, very, mm-hmm. very bold choices. Because, like we both said, like this is definitely not a film that's been done before. Right. This is not ripping off anything that, in my viewing experience, mm-hmm. I know I have not seen hardly every film out there. Right. But uh, oops. But um. Very different. Yeah, like um, 
and I think it, I think it echoes those, or it ties in those themes of, uh, uh, like I was talking about earlier, like the breakup movie, mm-hmm. a woman's awakening, mm-hmm. uh, not just with her, but also the woman who, who has who mates with Christian. Hmm, interesting. Because yeah. there's, there's, it's also creating a new life. Hmm. Um, I don't think it's as as heavy handed mm-hmm. as I I feel the connection with Danny. Wow, that's the I think that's the sequel the. the... Midsummer, midwinter. <laughs> I don't know the pregnancy, the the birth of the ex boyfriend, her, her ex boyfriend's child to this other woman. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. But like you know, but do you think she just latching on to another another codependent uh, vessel? You know, now she With being a part of this cult. You think it's it's and that's what's really horrifying is that she never really found what she really needed. She found something that looks like. A solution. Sure. Yeah. I mean, she's still well, very much like leaning on other people, which is fine to lean on people for yeah. support, but maybe not the best. Well, d- definitely a cult isn't the answer, you know. But I think it's like a this is what happens to people. Yeah, you don't find what you need, so you just find the next closest thing, right? Right. So I gotta tell you, this movie, it, this movie is in a very exclusive list of films that. I like and mm-hmm. I respect, mm-hmm. but I have hardly zero desire to go back to. Yeah. Because it's it, it's a little too good. And what I mean by that is hmm. it it works its way into me, ver- into me personally, into John very well, where I get upset when I watch this movie. Yeah. Um, and that's my argument again that I had to my, to my one coworker is like, well, aren't you glad you like like gave your time to something that made you feel something. And that's the thing like I respect what this film yeah. did and I and I appreciate the craftsmanship and the story. The story's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um but it's what I mean by that I'm not going to rush out and put it back on again. Yeah, agreed. I and I totally hear what you're saying cuz there's um there, we've all seen a film that it kind of hits too hard. Mm-hmm. And um you'll there's a film dancer in the dark you haven't have you seen it i haven't seen it no. oh my god i don't think there's ever been a film ever that has it is just such an emotional experience um i watched it once in undergrad for a film course and i remember like our professor being like you know, really prepping us for it. Like, this is going to be intense. Like, it's going to be really, really intense. And, like, her, like, I remember her saying, like, you know, I've had students that have had to stay after class and just, like, kind of sit here and, like, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot. And, like, I, I've seen that film once. Um, and I still think about it still. And I was, like, I was probably, like, 21. <laughs> you know, it's, like, right eight, nine years later, here I am, like, still, I will never forget that film, and it, I, I would, I kind of want you to watch it, um, and if you wanted to watch it, I'd watch it again to talk about it on the podcast, because, um, it's just really intense, and I'd like to see what you think of it, but for me, it's one that it's, like, I feel, I think I feel the same way about that film that you feel about Midsommar. You know, like, this is a film, like, out, out, before I would recommend this film to anybody, Mm -hmm. I would want to know how they respond to movies or certain films because yeah. or just where you're at in life like where are you in your headspace well you know? not 
for me at least. Because because you know it's such a not it's not a what do you call it? I can't find the words, but yeah, it's still a horror film. Yeah, but it's not your it's not your no. mass serial killer. It's not a monster movie. Right. Um, and I think because it hits a little more personal. Yeah. Because I think everyone can connect to somebody in this film. Okay. And very deeply, it makes it very hard to rewatch. So, like in my realm of of great but not quick to return to yeah. films, this is like up there with like Schindler's List, mm. Requiem for a Dream, Irreversible. Right. I like right. I respect the fuck Abs- out of them. Absolutely, I I totally agree with you on that. So I I watched it again just for this for this episode. Yeah, I was like, that's enough. I, I hit my year quota for Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. Just, I know I watched it three times in probably the past like two-ish months or something, um, and yeah, I don't think I'll revisit it anytime in right. the near future. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's not it's not fun to watch, and it's definitely not a film that you would recommend to. It's got to be a certain person you would say to watch yeah. this film. Um, um, yeah, it's, but I think, you know, this is something that you've argued, um, in your essays, like that horror films make you confront things in your life. You you know? d- exactly. Yeah. It's what you, what we don't want to look at. Absolutely. It puts what we don't want to see up on a screen. You don't want to relive it. Yeah. And it so, makes you relive it. Yeah. And I'm not saying like this movie paralyzes me or it's that, that no. such a grip, but it's just. Both times I watched it, I walked away like, great film. That was also a gut punch. Mm. And not a war movie or action movie yeah. gut punch. It's just, it, it you know, for all, for all it does well and all it does wrong, because um, it's definitely not a perfect film. I, yeah. I have lots of nitpicks about this film, but um, it still subver- it, it overrides all the the stuff I don't like about it and still able, is able to punch at a pretty high weight class for me. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Let's talk ratings. Okay. What are you... Well, hang on. What, um, and give me one or two things that you uh, maybe thought could be better ex- executed for this film. Hmm. I only have really one. Yeah, give me yours. Maybe it'll spark mine. It dragged. Mm, it yeah. was a little too long. It was two hours and 24 minutes. It could have been at least two hours and five, yeah. two ten tops. Yeah, agreed. Um, actually, it's funny that you even say that because when I clicked on it last two nights ago to watch it again, I thought, like, is this the director's cut? Because I thought it was only two hours and five minutes-ish. And then when I realized it was two and a half-ish, I was like, am I, am I watching the right one? Did they release the director's cut? You know what I mean? Right. Um, I agree. I think it dragged on. But I think, that, again, like... That goes back to my point of I felt like there was so many long takes making you endure this. Kind of puts you in its yeah, place in, in it, the zone of. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. I, I agree. I think it I think it was a little long. Um, yeah, I agree. So, okay. Um, what about ratings? So I, I'll give you mine first. I'm going to give it an, an A. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it. I'd buy it. Um, it's so funny that, that you say that, even though you feel like it's not something you'd like to so rewatch. It's it's 
it's like a um so I own a lot of those movies I, I say I don't yeah. wanna go to, but it's like it's something about having it's like having the right tool in the toolbox, a right tool in the shed or something. It's like sure. when the job it comes comes time to do the job again, I have the tool I need to get through it. And that's when those movies that even though they're really hard to watch, they're still very, very, very good. Yeah. Um I could definitely say that, you know, that's a good one to have in my back pocket where I don't I don't currently own it by like I own Schindler's list. Yeah. And I would go back to that. Um I would go back to that, uh, you know, once in a blue moon when yeah. I feel like I needed to, to get back there. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the right moments. Yeah. So. So give me your ratings again so I can give it mine. Okay. It's not it's not an F or a D or a, give me like C and up. C is white noise. You know, mm, forgettable, definitely. but not terrible. Definitely not. B is Stream City. You would watch it on Netflix or maybe rent it. A is buy it. A plus is flawless. I think I must stream it for this one. Okay. Like, I don't think I'd buy it or own it or, um, you know, it's not something I would want to revisit all the time. Kind of like you said, um, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd own it. I don't know if I'd own it. Eh. But I'm also like, you just kind of stream everything these days, you know? Like I finally, like last night, I know I have Silence of the Lambs on DVD somewhere, but I just bought it on Amazon Prime so I can just stream it whenever I want now. So I don't have to pop the DVD in. You know what I mean? I get you. Like, that's just, I mean, unfortunately, it's as sad as it is the way the world is now. But right. Less cumbersome just to hit yeah, the button and, you're, like, and you're good and you're yeah. golden. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so I think I definitely, definitely stream it. So what is that? A minus? B? What is that? It's a B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. <laughs> Well, do you have yeah. anything else you'd like to add or anything you want to plug? Mm-hmm. I have a film Twitter, um, E-Rock Reviews, E-R-O-C-K, Reviews. You can follow me on there. Nice. But I feel like you'll probably tweet it, right, and tag me. Probably. So you better. I better. Yeah. I'm really excited for some other films we're going to talk about later. Oh, yeah. Super, super, super excited for those. Awesome. Well, um, I am also excited. I'm yeah. excited about this episode. Thought it went very well. Um, yeah. Sounds of Lambs was fun. I can't wait to see how that turns out. That oh yeah, it's gonna be good. great. Yeah. Good job. You did good. Thank you. Good and thank host. you for thank you for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, guys. So and thanks for stopping by and go check out uh, Erica's Twitter and you do some writing too or you did a one off. Yeah. Well, no. I'm I'm actually finishing up a piece right now because um, it's still March for. Um, Women's History Month. Uh, okay. I'm writing about Audrey Hepburn, one of my favorites. One of my oh, fantastic. Favorites. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, I'm finishing that up. So we'll see. Um, Great. Ta- talking about how she's like, you know, super classy, but she was super different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she was an actress who like, you know, she didn't wear shoulder pads. She didn't wear high heels. She wore flats. And she kind of like stuck to her own ways, but still is like one of the most well-known, classiest actresses, especially of like the Hollywood classy, you know, era. Sure. Um, so, yeah, yeah. and she's one of my favorites, and some of my favorite films. So I'm I'm focusing mostly on um, Breakfast at Tiffany's and Sabrina because those are two of my favorites. So. And where and where can we find those? Um, when so, they're done. Yeah. So the site um, is called In Their Own League. Um, that's where the first 
uh, bit of writing that I had um, that went out. So I'm doing it for them. They're a really awesome uh, website that just celebrates women in film, whether it's like women directors, actors, actresses, you know. Um, so yeah, so I just recently started. This is only my second piece for them, but I'm hoping to get more involved and and um, really just kind of establish myself, you know, finishing up my degree <laughs> eventually. I'm, I'm going to make myself write my thesis this week. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Oh, God. Um, and yeah, just really trying to, you know, I should take after you and and do what I say I'm going to do. And I want to I do a podcast of people, you know, I feel like it's such a thing that we all have these films that like, oh, how have I not seen that by now, right? And I think that comes from like people being like, wait a minute, you're studying film and you've never seen Star Wars, right? Right. Um, and I would love to do that. And like everyone, everyone has a film that they should have seen by now, right? Agreed. Um, what's yours? I'm trying to remember. I mean, we all have a couple. I'm sure I have Didn't a Didn't you tell me like you hadn't seen Scarface or something? I feel like that's popping up in my head. Oh, I've seen Scarface. I um, forgot what it was. It was a big one. Mm, it just got through me. Yeah. Slipped past me. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so everyone has that. So I would love to like watch that film with someone and then talk about it. And also talk about like how, excuse me, how have, how have you missed it for all this time? You know, like I have a friend of mine who um, she's never seen Clueless. Mm-hmm. And that was like, to me, it's just like, how have you never seen Clueless? Like she'd seen Mean Girls and we, we quote Mean Girls all the time. And then I quoted Clueless one time and she was like, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And that was such a, that was a film that was ahead of my time. Like when that came out, I wasn't old enough to, for that had to have been my time. You know what I mean? Sure. And she was like a teenage woman at the it time. Was like her it was prime, her pr- yeah, like, yeah. Like, how have you not seen this? You know? It's kind of fun. Yeah. So that's my idea one day. Who knows? We'll see. Great. Well, yeah. best luck in your endeavors, and I uh, can't yeah. wait to have you back on the show. Yeah, I can't wait. And, this uh, is fun. Yeah. Um, great. So, good times. Good times. Thanks for coming on, and yeah. we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. What a great chat. Thanks so much to Erica for stopping in again. If you like what you heard, give us a rating and subscribe to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn wherever you hear podcasts. And reminder, please go check us out on social media at BSP Film Podcast. The next few weeks, we're going to slow down a bit here on the show, but we'll be back again soon. Thanks again for stopping by, and until next time, take care, guys. Thank you.